everyone, welcome back to another episode of... Explain it slowly. You sound like a horse. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so based on the title of the the episode, I mean... It's been spoiled already. Yeah, we're going to talk about some like superstitions that revolve around like pregnancy. And the reason why I we're talking about it is because I'm Asian and... Um, there's a lot of things, superstitions that go around when, you know, when people aren't, I guess, like, well-educated with facts and science and all that. And, and yeah, and, and, and when that is, like, being thrown at me, I don't know how to respond to that. And, and so I feel like, let me just share what I'm being told my life, in my entire life, you know? Get it off your shoulders. <laughs> and, and so, uh... I'm currently pregnant, and we're about to have a baby soon, and, like, this is not against anyone, like, I guess if you believe in these kind of things, like, good for you, but, like... I'm sorry. I, I don't, and We're gonna ruin it for you, And hopefully. it's just, it's just funny, you know, and most of the time, like, whenever I hear about these things, I just, like, facepalm, because I, I don't know what else to say, you know? So, it all starts, actually, it's... Usually it's my mom that tells me these kind type of superstitions. I'm just going to say it. Like, so our family came from Vietnam. And, you know, life is hard there. Especially, like, when my parents grew up during their time and previously before that, you know. And, like, my parents grew up during, like, I guess the near the end of World War II. Vietnam War, World War, <laughs> like the Vietnam War. So life is hard, and so there's no chance for education. You know, my mom came from a family of she was one out of seven. No, how many kids were there? Eleven. She was one of out of eleven. You know, mm-hmm. and and then from my dad's side, he's like one out of seven. So like they have big families there because it's the idea of like when you the more. People in the family, the more help you'll get and, you know, they can help each other out and work and things like that. But the thing is that, like, it doesn't work that way, right? The more kids you have, the more you have to support in order to then for them to get to a certain age to be able to support you back. But so her entire life, like, she never had an education. She didn't really go to school. And she spent her entire childhood and, you know, her entire life pretty much working and making money you know even at like five i don't know i I guess like the youngest like five six seven eight years old like you you go out and you start working and you start selling things you know like you make at home and you go sell so that's sort of like her life so she had a hard life you know and so with the lack of education like you're just you just believe what people tell you right unconditionally yeah and so She's like constantly telling me all these things and I'm just like it's that's not how it works like and I feel so bad every time she tells me stuff because I feel like that's her entire life like she grew up believing in these type of superstitions what people tell you you know and so there's never any doubt in her mind that like huh why is walking under a ladder bad luck you know why is a black cat running in front of you, bad, bad luck. It's like, why, you know? But she never has that cognitive ability to question these things. Mm-hmm. And so when when she tells me things like that, I'm I'm just like, 
I don't know what to say to her. And I feel like whenever I try to like tell her something, I kind of hurt her feelings sometimes. <laughs> and I feel so bad, you know? Mm-hmm. So the most recent thing she told me was, um, cause, cause like I, I'm starting to have a really big belly now because of we're near, like we're at the home stretch, right? And so, I was, you know, she would know, I was like itching. My belly started itching. And so she was like, oh, your belly's itching. That means the baby's growing hair. And I'm just like, first of all, I wouldn't feel be able to feel the baby growing hair inside of me for me to feel that my stomach is itching. You mean your skin nerves <laughs> don't reach inside of your womb? I am surprised. And, and, and I'm just like, so then I have to like explain to her like, the skin's itching is not because the baby's growing hair that I'm feeling it. It's itching is because my skin is being stretched. And and it makes that area there really sensitive. Mm-hmm. So therefore, I itch, you know? That's the reason why. There's nothing, has nothing to do with baby <laughs> growing hair. And I'm just like, but whenever I tell her things like that, it's as if she doesn't believe me. But it only takes one person to have a hairy baby and then to be like, it's because I was itching a lot, and then that that spreads, you know. I I, I don't I don't I'm, I you like I don't get it I don't get it. So so I'm gonna try my best to rationalize all these. Please don't because your <laughs> rationalization doesn't make any sense either. But it's fun. It's like a puzzle. So so yeah, and then uh, just today I was talking to her, and she was like. Oh, like, make sure you don't drink anything cold or eat anything cold because that way, when the baby comes out, it's not gonna, like... Because cold things weaken, will weaken your immune system and you and the baby in the future will, will like, be... will get sick more easily or have a cold more easily. And I'm just like, but drinking cold stuff doesn't have anything to do with, like, getting a cold. That is just... (laughs) you know but but like the moment i said that she was like she kind of just quiet down and i felt like i hurt her feeling again (laughs) by by telling her that like she's wrong (laughs) when when you know that she's trying to like she's trying to participate she's yeah and she's trying to like advise me on like uh, you know child share her knowledge exactly and i'm just like the knowledge is false (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, sorry I'm ranting, but I'm just, like, loss of words every single time I talk to my mom, and I just don't know what to say. Well, so. I think it's an excellent it's an excellent opportunity to talk about these individual things, right? Because, like, what? why not? Like, for instance, uh, cold weather is associated with people having colds, right? Right. Um, or, that- or the... the- <laughs> believe that like if you're out in the rain and you get your hair wet or you're whatever, gonna catch a cold. you're gonna get a cold okay so there's two things if you are in a cold environment you could catch hypothermia hypothermia is not something you give to other people it's a completely different illness yeah um, but that is if you're in the cold for, for a, very a long, long time, time or not... very very cold for a short period of time but but not like a five minutes and you got your hair a little yeah, you bit don't damp start, from you the don't rain. start sneezing and coughing from yeah that. um but you do start uh having like what looks like snot drip from your nose that's just condensation it's condensation yeah because the air has a lot of moisture in it and you're a hot thing so your nose collects a lot of condensation from the air that you're breathing and it will drip out of your nose but that's not snot it's not from like 
uh, a virus that's that's infected you. In fact, the real reason people catch colds during the winter is because you tend to huddle around people for a very long period of time. And the more people huddle, as we now know in post-COVID times, is not a good thing. Um, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, that's that's why we formed the correlation that, hey, when it's cold, you will catch a cold. And that's why we named the illness a cold. Uh, but it has nothing to do with it being cold. It just has to do with you being around a lot of people when it is cold because it's nice to be in a warm place, of which there are a few, I mm-hmm. guess. Maybe not as much nowadays. I don't know. So, yeah, it's cold water, perfectly okay uh, during pregnancy or not. It's a comfort thing. However, if you are pregnant and you drink cold water, apparently your baby will wake up. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, I don't know if you've ever, like, taken a, a, a cold glass and you just swallow and you feel the cold go down your throat, right? It's a sudden change. And yeah. And what's going to realize a sudden change other than a baby that's in your stomach right? yeah yeah they they suggest that uh after a certain amount of weeks you you want to keep track of the baby's movement that that is one way to know whether the baby is healthy or not and so um they say that the at certain time of the day the baby is most active and so every day you should sort of like keep track of the baby's n- amount of movement and if you happen to if it happens to be one of those days where the baby isn't moving so much that day there are certain things that you can do to make the baby to sort of like wake the baby up <laughs> so like drinking cold water or drinking juice something sugar or doing a little bit of exercise getting up and down out of bed that kind of idea like certain movement will wake the baby up but drinking cold drinks or eating cold stuff is not going to make the baby sick or you sick. No. Or give them a lifelong sickness. Yeah. Which it seems like is the correlation. Yeah. Because remember, all it takes is for one person to have a baby and then make that correlation inside their head when it's not an actual causation. Um, and then they prop- propagate that. Yeah. Right? So so since we're on like all these superstitions thing, I, I decided to like, what other superstitions are out there that like people actually believe in? And of course... I don't know about any other culture, but since I'm sort of, uh, I'm Vietnamese, but my ancestors are all Chinese, like, our family is quite Chinese, you know, like, and and a lot of the Chinese and the Vietnamese cultures are quite similar. Mm -hmm. So I decided to look up some, like, Asian superstitions, and I, and like, I found a bunch Mm-hmm. Like just the first two, one or two, re- uh, and some of them reminded you of what your mom was telling yeah, you too. Searches and I, I'm just like, and it's, it's just so funny though, you know. So I'm just gonna read off some of these because they just sound so hilarious. There's one that says, um, "Do not eat crab because um, it will cause the womb to be sticky, and it may result in the baby having eleven fingers." Like, I, I don't understand how eating crabs can make your wound sticky and turn your baby into having 11 fingers. But that that is the reasoning. And it also says shellfish in general will cause the baby to have a rash. And from what I learned, 
uh, rashes. It's common for the baby to have a rash when they're born, and that's only that's mainly because they've been in the amniotic fluid for so long, and the when they come out, like it's it's a different environment, and all the hormone changes, and like the the dryness, you know, their skin is going to be very dry. So having rashes for babies, it's no completely normal, but it has nothing to do with you eating crabs, you know. So, so I'm not sure where the eleven fingers come from. So the eleven fingers one is actually very funny to me because there is an observation in like animal evolution. Uh, called carcinization. Uh, and this is uh, an example of convergent evolution in which case an animal will turn into a crab. Uh, namely, a lot of crab-like things are not crabs. They just look like crabs because it seems like a crab is a good shape to be when you're in the ocean. Um, <laughs> it is. <laughs> yeah, so for example, king crab, not a crab. Uh-huh. It's just a different creature, different evolutionary story, has a different number of legs or something. Uh, and yeah, there's a whole bunch of these uh, like examples of species that just kind of turned into a crab, despite not being a crab at all. And when you look close enough, you're going to tell the differences. But um, I guess this is a case of that where if you eat crab while pregnant, your baby is going to turn into a part crab. More likely, uh, a bunch of mothers who happened to be Asian uh, probably ended up enjoying crab once or twice as a guilty pleasure in their pregnancy because it turns out crab is delicious and is a part of the cuisine, right? But then your child is born and there's a low, low chance that your child is born with extra fingers and then they felt guilty about having eaten the crab. And that was the reason. Mm -hmm. Nothing else. Not genetics. Oh, dear goodness. Definitely not the genetics. But, yeah, happens. Another one that says, um, don't do any, like, home renovations or, like, uh, do any, like, hammering. Because um, by doing that, you're going to cause the baby to have a scar on its face when it's born. And and I'm just, like, I get the whole home renovation thing because, like, it could be toxic to a pregnant woman in terms of, like... Depending on the kind of paint that they use, you know, mm-hmm. you might be in a closed environment where the fume from the the paint could be toxic to you. Mm-hmm. But the thing is that if the wind, if all your windows are open and you're in a well ventilated place, and you wear a mask, like painting your house, preparing for the baby to come, is no problem whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, maybe be careful on the stepladder while you're nailing the stuff to the top of the yeah. room, and don't trip. The tripping is going to be the difficult, the dangerous part, not the nail. Yeah. So, so I don't understand, like, where did all of, like, honestly, where are people getting all of these? Like, hammering nails while you're pregnant is going to cause your baby to be scarred face? Like, I, I don't get that. You know? It's, it's someone's wild imagination. The same reason other things get But invented. in order for you to spread, I feel like in order to, to spread these type of, you have to believe it. Tales or whatnot. Like, it has to have happened to a lot of people, no, right? It happens like, to it one person. Like, it can't just be one and then everybody believes it. It happens to be either zero or one. Like, it doesn't even have to happen. And then, if you don't have critical thinking as a toolkit, as a, as a tool in your arsenal, then you're not going to think twice about it. You're going to be like, oh, yeah, good point. I'll keep that in mind. 
you know, out of respect for the person who is sharing information like you. Kind of like I believed my dad who went to college and told me that your firstborn son is going to have O positive blood because that's the way it is when your dad has O positive blood. And I was like, yeah, that seems logical. Not thinking twice about it, you know, like it's the same kind of nonsense but if you don't have the 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 weaponry to kind of like defend yourself against that kind of nonsense you're not gonna protect your you're not gonna think twice about it mm-hmm. right i think there was another one that i found ex- exceptionally funny it's like hey don't do sewing in bed because uh what was it with the needlework um yeah it's gonna lead to the baby having a cleft lip when when they're born oh the sewing one or using a scissor. Yeah. Do you know what else is dangerous about sewing and using scissors in bed? You might forget the, the needles and <laughs> the scissors in your bed. But you can lead with that, you know? Like, that is, like, A to B is very easy to get to. It's like, oh, yes, if there's a needle in the bed, I'm going to roll over in my sleep. And I'm going to be poked by said needle, and it's not going to be fun. I can get that. But you don't need to go, like, the extra mile and say, like, oh, the child's going to have a cleft lip. You know, mm-hmm. but the thing is that like the the percentage I don't know what the fa- the actual f- facts and like percentages are, but I do know that in uh, in um, third world countries or in countries where there's poverty is so, very high, nutritional deficiencies. Exactly, a lot of them. exactly. Cleft lip is very common, and this. And this has nothing to do with scissors or whatever. <laughs> this has to do with you not getting enough folic acid while you're pregnant. It probably does have to do with scissors and needles because guess which Someone's... countries are making like a whole bunch of products to be sold to first world countries. Oh, I guess ones. like seamstress and stuff. Yeah, I, so, could be. so the ones that are going to be doing the work are going to probably feel morning sickness and do it in bed. You know, uh-huh. like I can see, I can see the correlations. And or you can maybe, see the thought process that yeah. leads to that. And and maybe is a cautionary tale. Like, hey, if I tell you don't do it and then you're going to, because you're going to forget, it's like, oh, I won't forget, you know, but maybe you like invent a new one that's like even worse. And then they're like, oh yeah, I better not do that. You know, because maybe people are stubborn and maybe you need to invent crazy sh- stuff to like convince them. And maybe it works. Like, the outcome of that one is at least good, right? You don't want to, like, leave the needles in the bed. <laughs> <laughs> as much as you can, at least, right? Mm-hmm. Here's another one that says, Don't move the bed while you're pregnant because this may lead to the, uh, may result in the loss of a fetus. So I'm assuming this has to do with, like, miscarriages, right? Mm-hmm. And the thing is, what we do know is that, um, is that, it has to do with the baby's genetics. And mm-hmm. often when, you know, chromosomes come together and the and the dividing of cells and stuff like that, it's because, you know, if a pregnancy is deemed not viable, it will cause itself to abort, right? Mm-hmm. I'm just, like, doing a quick summary here. But, like, this, you know, so that's just how it is. Like, there's nothing you can do. So by, I, I guess, like, what this statement is saying is like don't move the bed it's probably because like the person is moving a heavy object when they shouldn't be and they might have like injured themselves themselves. in in the process and that led to a miscarriage i don't know but it could have just also be like 
coincidence that it was happening? I guess the, the, the farthest I could see it is all of a sudden a person who does not do any heavy moving at all mm-hmm. suddenly decided to move the heaviest thing in their home. <laughs> does that make sense? Yeah. Like that's the closest thing I could get to it. Like the whole the whole idea that pregnant women should not be moving or should, or should be not docile, be doing anything uh, and should like remain motionless and hidden away from society. Um, like I'm I'm going to extremes here, but it's quite non factual. Like you are in fact encouraged as a pregnant woman to keep up with exercise and to keep up with uh your health because that will make recovery a whole lot easier if you're not sedentary for nine months and then all of a sudden need to move it's gonna be hard to move if you've been moving a lot for nine months and then you have a small amount of time where you can't because of a like a medical procedure due to like giving birth then you're gonna recover a whole lot faster from that right mm-hmm. and then also birth is very intensive like you're gonna need all of that strength and muscle and you know all from working out, you can, that's the only way for you to build up those strengths over the course of nine months to then be able to have the energy to give birth, mm-hmm. you know? That said, like, yeah, do be careful when climbing uh, things because yeah, well, you can slip yeah. uh, and you can, lo- you can lose your, 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 your child as a result of that. Like, that is a possibility. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say it isn't, but I would say it's, you're probably doing your body a disservice to not do anything. Right. So I I feel like the statement is sort of like going that towards that path by saying like, don't move heavy objects, don't climb, don't do things that could put you and the baby in jeopardy. But it's a little bit also misleading to say that like moving your bed, it's going to cost you. Yeah, it's only the bed. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. The TV is fine. Move the TV all you want. But the bed, not the bed. There's another funny one, which I... I don't have anything to say, but it's just so funny. It says, don't clear blocked drains. Clearing a drain symbolizes removing the baby from the uterus. Like, I... I, You're supposed to suffer for nine months with your blocked drains. I don't understand what that means. It's good for you. (laughs) Leave them blocked. (laughs) Dude, I've been clogging our toilet so much and our drains so much because, like, I constantly have to go, you know, poop. Like... (laughs) And our drains are full of roots. Yeah. It's not, it's not you. It's the roots. Okay? <laughs> so so I, I don't know who came up with this and where they even got this from. Something tells me they're not thinking of that kind of drain cleaning. They're thinking of the drain cleaning where like the kitchen sink has stuff in the drain. <laughs> you know, not the not the sewage line. So you've already gone above and beyond with your drain cleaning. Oh, this is interesting. I, I I didn't read everything, but this is interesting. This person, while they they were pregnant, they were constantly being asked, why have they not cut their hair shorter yet? And apparently, it's believed that having long hair will steal the nutrients from the unborn child. So you should cut your hair short while you're pregnant. Um. I feel like the more I read this, the more I, I like, lose hope in humanity, right? No, no, keep hope. Keep hope. (laughs) (laughs) We're about to, we're about to add a new member to humanity. We need to keep the hope. (laughs) I don't know. I I, I feel like when it, like, for these types of things, um, if you're going to spout, like, nonsense, I guess 
it's not nonsense to the people that are believing this. But if you're going to spout these types of like, quote unquote, you call facts, then like back it up with something, right? Don't just say because, you know, you do this, it leads to this and then end it there. My favorite thing with like conspiracy theories like this is to think if there's a more logical reason. Is this reason. conspiracy theory though? Conspiracy theory, I feel like there's more more to to the statement. Like they will back it up with, you know, false yeah, facts I guess and they back it up with evidence that they nonsense. can be made up. Yeah. This is just like straight up this is what it is and you have to believe it and there's no evidence. There's not even like anything to try to even like reason with you. Mm-hmm. Is there a difference between like a myth and a superstitions or are they the same? Well, supposedly a myth happened, right? Uh, and it's been passed well, down and then what changed over time. So a superstition um, is like that too. No, it happened well, to well, somebody like a, maybe? A myth would be an entire story okay. and there's something to learn from it maybe. I don't know. A superstition feels like just a packet of knowledge that has been shared, but is not factual, right? Well, we don't think it's factual, but my mom believes in these things. That doesn't make it factual. Factual means it it mean it it has like yeah, but to her it is factual. To her it is real. So not subjectively factual, objectively factual. <laughs> like we wouldn't call it a we don't call anything that is objectively factual a superstition. Mm-hmm. We only call things that are potentially, or no, not potentially, just subjectively factual to individuals. We call those superstitions because it's it's like too good to be true, right? Yeah. Um, or in this case, it's just nonsense because, I don't know. The, the worst part about this is when pregnancy happens to you, I imagine it's a surprising set of events, right? It's not something you're necessarily used to the first time around. Um, and a lot of changes are happening to your body out of nowhere, right? So you're willing to believe almost anything people will tell you because you don't know, right? Um, and that's the saddest part because you are exceptionally vulnerable during that point in time. So I guess if you have a nugget of information you were about to ever share with a pregnant person, think twice about it. Like, try to see if there is a nugget of like insanity in there uh, that that you might be like potentially causing harm to someone you know if it's not physical harm it's a mental harm right there was one that you were reading about how a pregnant woman should be as docile should not wear makeup should not oh, do yeah. anything um supposedly so that way the the father to be gets bored of her and has an affair i don't know what the outcome is supposed to be you know? Yeah. Like, it... w- why why tell a person to shut themselves down just because they're pregnant, right? Yeah. I mean... And I'm not even going to get to, they didn't, like, they religious didn't... reasons for all this stuff because it's just sorry. It's a sorry state of affairs. Yeah. So, so, that, so that one you mentioned, it says, Do not paint your nails, wear makeup, or dye your hair while pregnant. In fact, mother, mothers-to-be have no right to express their own beauty. They should dress in loose clothing and shoes in order to keep the fetus comfortable. Like, you could say that in another way. Like, hey, relax. You don't need to prop yourself up 
uh, or like or change the way you want to be because things are uncomfortable. Like that would be a much better way. But I don't of, think that's what they were going for. Because like, the outcome is, a, or the outcomes are very different. I guess. Yeah, but the, like, the interpretation of those two <laughs> scenarios are very different. I mean, like I when we when we decided to have a kid, I was telling Dimitri like I want to be pregnant during the months of uh winter because i don't want to have to go buy new wardrobe i don't want to have to go dress up i don't want to do anything but wear sweatpants and a sweatshirt all day long for the nine months and that's what we end up doing like i've been wear i've been wearing sweatpants and a a jacket or a sweater and i'm wearing dimitri's clothes too by the way like my beer belly has made room for her yeah for the past like eight months now i've been wearing like just lounging clothes indoor outdoor if we're going out to get grocery if we're going to like over to the in-laws house like that's what i'm wearing and and you know i i get the fact that like when you're pregnant your body's going through a lot of changes and like, I didn't want to fuss with that. I didn't want to... And I cut my hair, too. Not not because it has anything to do with, like, long hair uh, is sucking up nutrients that the baby is supposedly giving to the baby. Like, I cut my hair because I was like, it's winter. I don't want to have to deal with my hair. I'm going to cut it so that way, you know, when I, I need a shower, it's going to be a quick, a quick thing. You know, I don't need to fuss over it. And that's what I did. You know, so but if you do want to like t- color your hair and yeah. look uh, like look awesome, like go for it. Like yeah, that's all. It's all on you as an individual. It has nothing to the baby. I guess check the Prop sixty five warnings. Thanks, California, on like what might be harmful or not, and pick the stuff that isn't harmful. There are non harmful options. Go I mean, there's those. nothing wrong with painting your nails, but do do be in a ventilated. Like, don't, don't sniff the arsenic. Yeah. <laughs> do be in a, a ventilated space if you are going to do that because you know the 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 smell of the the nail polish could be a little bit you know nauseating to some people right mm-hmm. and so be careful but this statement is just like strictly just putting women down and just like you are not able to live your life because your life is now the child's life and that's all you are allowed to do you know it's just yeah I mean, that's like, uh, I, I I hate to to bring it over to the American way, but that is the American way, right? Whenever we talk about abortion and all that, it has nothing to do with the mother's life. It has everything to do with the unborn child's life. But as soon as the child is born, like, we don't have health care for that child. Sorry, you're on your own. And it's like, it, it's so silly. At the end of the day, you know, mm-hmm. that it, it comes full circle to that. And that's unfortunate. Um, and I guess I'm going to use this point in time to say, hey, women should be able to have an abortion whenever they want. And most of the time, if a woman goes seven months with a child, like they want to keep that child. And an abortion is going to be the last thing they want to think about. But if it needs to happen, it needs to happen for a medical reason, so that way she can potentially think of having another child after that, right? And live. And live, yeah. Like, that's all it comes down to, is most people don't want abortions late, and the folks that do want an abortion is because they're not ready to have a kid. And maybe they don't ever want to be ready to have a kid, but, like, don't don't force them to do one thing or another just because, like, something happened to their body. That's totally messed up. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So with all of this negativity and whatever, let's end it on a good note, right? Yeah. Recently, I read that uh, California is going to release a bill that is going to protect healthcare workers in California um, from being sued and from, from being persecuted for treating people outside of California and with from treating out of state patients. Yeah, right? for for treating out within of within California. I think that's the the key part that that protects them. Or is it Californians that work out of state? No, so California healthcare providers can treat people that are out of California. So in other states by providing them contraceptions and birth and uh, abortion pills and all of that without being persecuted by those states. Mm-hmm. So you're protected. And that's the whole point is to allow you to do what you need to do as a as a uh, healthcare provider and not be penal penal penalized 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 for, you know, doing your job. Because you know, now that a lot of states in in America are, you know, not allowing abortions, a lot of people are traveling to the few states that are left to get the health care that they need. And Such a sorry state of affairs. And, and, you know, a lot of people are weary that, like, hey, I'm not going to be able to treat this person there because of these reasons. Yeah, because, you know, because last thing you I don't want to do as a doctor is go to jail for helping someone. It's like, well, that was a fun turn of events. Yeah, so so California is going to release a bill that is going to protect these healthcare workers. So go California. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't have anything to add to that. That's uh one of the thankful things about our country is it's made of of a bunch of different states with a bunch of different constitutions and and governments that operate differently. Um, and it would be nice if we as an entire country operated with some sane values, but we don't. Uh, so it's good that uh, these individual states have enough freedoms to, or at least enough political power, right? If this was a tiny little state saying, hey, we'll protect you, this is not going to work. Yeah, we're lucky that <laughs> that California is a, a, a powerful state mm-hmm. among the other crazy ones. Yeah. I mean, it could have been the opposite, right? It could have been a powerful state with a nut job, um, like, ways of life. But thankfully, we don't have that for the most part and mm-hmm. i'm sure there are some cases let us know how is of... california insane we'd love to know actually. i'm sure there's a lot of nut jobs in california too it's just and there's a lot of good people in other states as well but very small mm-hmm. but anyway thanks for listening to me rant and facepalm myself the entire night and like figuratively of course <laughs> yeah <laughs> Thanks for listening, everyone. Bye.